And that's why sometimes Fort Wayne is calling you home. Welcome, everybody, to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast for cover band leaders and band people to learn to rock more while also sucking less. From here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. And Adam Johnson, who's normally with us every single week, every single week, is off having fun with his family. Fourth of July. Can't blame him. I saw a photo from the beach. Looked like fun. So this week, I reached out to our Patreons and our Slack. And we actually have one member who's been with us a while. And we'll talk about how you've heard him before. Who's done something kind of cool. Something kind of cool. Something that a lot of us have maybe thought of doing, uh, but, but haven't. Uh, yet, but he hasn't. So we brought him on because it's interesting. We want to talk to him. So Creston Heltzel, um, uh, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing all right, Dan. All right, good. Uh, you know, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm a little tired. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's been it's been a crazy kind of past uh, since like middle of May. Yeah. My life's been 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 a little nuts. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's but, let's go um, ahead and let's go ahead and spill the beans. So, what is your current uh, employment and role? I am currently employed at Sweetwater Sound Incorporated mm-hmm. in, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, beautiful Fort Wayne, Indiana, and uh, I am still in training. But I was hired to be a sales engineer. Yeah. So those guys who you're just attached at the hip with them, my guy Joe Seku. I don't know if you met him yet. Uh, but he's awesome. He's been with me for, he's been with me for years and years and years and he's amazing. And so, uh, Creston's going to, once this intense moment of training is done, he's going to be one of those dudes who just can answer any of your questions. And, um, it's really cool. So we last, those of you have been around a while may recall that we, uh, did a coaching session with Creston and his band alt 95, a little more than a year ago. And it was so good. We actually did, we did it as a two parter. The mantra does the audience care fell out of that conversation. It's been something we've ridden that mantra quite a bit lately, you know, since then. Um, and then some mileage. Yeah. Yeah. We did get, we get some, we got some good juice out of that. Um, I'll also say that the zoom connection is not terrific here. So I'm hearing a little bit of breakup on this side. So we'll just kind of do our best. And if those of you listening, I apologize for, for that. If it becomes totally (laughs) unlistenable, I'll stop it. We'll do something. I don't know what, um, anyway, so we did two episodes with Alt 95, and then a follow-up episode like a month later to see how they were doing, implementing what they took out of the coaching session. And so Creston's been, this is your fourth time, strictly speaking, to be a, a member on this podcast. Uh, I think so, yeah. Podcast. So yeah, so so welcome back. Super cool. So um, thank you. we've had the privilege of eavesdropping on the process on the Patreon Slack, but just for everyone else, hmm. how did this opportunity land in your lap? How'd you get here? What was the beginning of it? Well, the beginning of it was so a- anybody in the Slack channel knows I have this newfound love of Reverend guitars. Mm-hmm. Right. After I bought my double agent, I was like, I want another one for a backup. I want another Reverend that I can just take two relatively similar guitars to a gig. And, and so I bought another Reverend. And I was on the phone with my sales engineer on a Monday in the beginning of April, buying a six gun HPP. And I hung up the phone and I turned and looked at my email, my work email, and saw an email come in that said, hey, we're restructured. And guess what? You don't work here anymore. So that was a little rough. And so I just decided to take some time and I got out of town. And my recollection was you were a software guy, right? You were a engineering kind of guy? I worked for... Yeah, well, I, yeah, I didn't. I don't code, but I was doing a lot of cloud infrastructure type stuff, and then and then I had moved to doing more like project management, Scrum Master, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not going to name the company or anything. But but anyway, that happened. And I, I jetted out of town to North Carolina for a week to go stay with my folks and just do nothing, reset, right? Decide what's next. And uh, my sales engineer called me. Hey, man, how's the Reverend working out? And I tell him, I'm like, funny story. And, uh, he's like, oh, do you need to send it back? And I was like, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not, I'm keeping it. And I asked him just, I was like, so tell me what it's like to work at Sweetwater. And we had like an hour long conversation about what the job is like, what the role is like, what Fort Wayne is like. And he said, I'll have somebody reach out to you. And I think less than a week later, maybe a week later, a recruiter reached out to me and we had a brief conversation. And I was like, well, this seems cool. And you know, I'll be honest, like at that point, I was like, I don't really want to relocate. All our family is here. My band is here. This thing that I'm yeah. working so hard to build, yeah. right, is here. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through with this process, right? Like, what's the, what's the worst that can happen? And so, another week or so later, I did a phone interview, like a Zoom interview. It was your typical interview, right? It was super friendly. Everybody at Sweetwater is ridiculously friendly. It's mm. weird. You say that a lot about a lot of companies where it's, oh, yeah, everybody's so nice. And there's still like that one guy or something. But <laughs> literally every everybody that I've come into contact with at Sweetwater is ridiculously nice to me, to my wife. It's really great. Anyway, so we did that. And they asked me if I wanted to come out and check it out and everything. And, and I did. And I came out to Fort Wayne for a couple of days. We looked around at housing options, you know, just in case, right? And they made me an offer. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I hated working in tech. I didn't always, but it just wasn't... I was sitting there filling out job applications. I applied for 20, 30 some odd jobs mm. in the span of a couple of weeks. And it's very much like this. I guess this could work. Yep. Uh, I guess I can make that. You know what I mean? I just... Like my heart wasn't in it. And I started my career in my early 20s in the music industry, in Guitar Center. Um, and then studios, uh, where we're living in Nashville and going to school there. And I was like, I think it's time to come back. I mean, it's the only thing I'm really passionate about. Yeah. And uh, so, it, yeah, I sealed the decision. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do they have, I imagine they, they're recruiting nationally. They must relocate a ton of people. Do they have, um, they must have some structures to help you find housing and school and deal with I mean, they, yeah they definitely have resources available to help that helped us you know i asked i was like what are the good neighborhoods <laughs> where are the you know what's cool in town when we we're in town we checked out all kinds of stuff fort wayne's a really cool city there's it's it, it's small mm. but it's got a great it's got a great small town vibe it really does so we made our way out here and I think it was almost a month to the day from when I was on site for, which was my first time going to Sweetwater Yeah, of all the times that I was like, I have to make the pilgrimage. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, that's yeah, cool. It was cool. And then, yeah, almost a month later, we were back in a U-Haul up in the driveway here and <laughs> uh, we got the biggest, uh, just, it's not about Sweetwater or the job or anything like that, but I had never driven a 26 foot U-Haul. Right. Let alone a 26 foot U-Haul with a car trailer attached to the back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fun's a word. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I drove. Hey, I put uh, on a one, backwards cat. And, uh... Sure. No, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play it up. I drove. A, uh, it was a rider truck across the country one time, and um, yeah, as I laid down in hotel rooms in the night, I saw I was seeing lane lines coming <laughs> past me. It was, it was a lot. A yeah. Twelve to fourteen hours of driving a day is uh, is intense. <laughs> Luckily, from Cleveland, it was only three hours. Well, that's well I couldn't drive very fast, so it was like closer to four, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very very cool. So then, there's been, and you shared a little with us about the training. Uh, is um, I mean, you you got to be able to answer every single question. I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. I will say that the training is intense. Yep. Um, it's it's not just product knowledge, but just I think that like most people would assume a lot of people that come to work at Sweetwater have musical backgrounds, right? right? Sure. Whether they're a guitar player or, you know, they went to SAE like I did or Full Sail or uh, Musicians Institute or any of the recording schools, that kind of thing. But nobody knows everything. Right. And I don't think anybody's expected to know everything. I think that it's a group of people that really help each other out. You know, I know studio stuff and I know some live sound stuff, but like, I don't know lighting. Right. You know, yeah. like I have to learn about lighting and I know what a CJ 1000 or whatever is, but I, I couldn't tell you like what the best mixer is to pair with. C- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so there's, there's a lot to learn and um, you have other people you can lean on when, you know, when you need to know, you can't know everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they're preparing you to know a lot. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. It's the training process is really intense. You have to be dedicated to it. Um, you know, it's. I think it's a. I think it's a job, and a, it, it. I think it's a career for people who are not only passionate about gear and music and making music, but people that are passionate about helping others do it. Yeah. Right. I think that's the crux of it, and it. Yeah. It's. It takes work. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, every time I've talked to my guy there, he's been so knowledgeable about alternative. I come to him with, I think I need this thing. And he's always got like, yeah, maybe. But if you thought about that thing and, you know, often I have to consider that thing. Sometimes I buy that thing. Sometimes sometimes I buy the thing that I think I want. Sometimes that works out for me and sometimes it doesn't, you know, but, um, but he's always, he's always listening for how to solve the problem that I really have rather than the problem's not I'm lacking this device. The problem is this device is going to solve some issue I'm having. And he's got solutions beyond Mm -hmm. my view of how to solve it to propose to me. When I was first, when I bought my first digital mixer, uh, MX 18, um, and he talked to me in that conversation that where I ordered that about the Soundcraft UI 24 R, which I now have. And I spent some quality mm-hmm. time with that, that uh, not I said, the X air, the, the, the Behringer and, um, mm-hmm. uh, and it did me fine, but he was absolutely right. about the Soundcraft, he was absolutely right. I should have listened to him a year earlier, you know? Um, and, and it's, it's just a thing that has always impressed me about him. And I think, I think about how, um, Sweetwater trains its people to listen about the problems people are having and how to solve them and what kind of tools we have to bring to bear 
Um, and it's been really cool hearing you talk about some of the training you're having that I suspect is aimed that direction, how to, how to get inside a customer's head and get inside a customer's world and find out their problem and find out how to solve it for them. Um, yeah, I mean, I think at the core, right. Of, of any kind of position where you're trying to help people do that kind of thing. It, it is about problem solving. Even if for any of the patrons that are in the Slack, I think there's, that's what we're doing all the time, whether it's a gear, whether it's a band issue, a personnel, whatever it is, right. It's all about problem solving. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. So then I think the other thing that people I want to hear about, I don't know about people I want to hear about it, The place just feels like music Disneyland to me. It just feels like a, <laughs> like a kind of a one. Yeah. Have you, has, is it what to talk about that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. There are some great music stores all over the country, yeah. right? If you've ever been to Carter Vintage in Nashville or Chicago Music Exchange, yeah, yeah. right? Or, or Norms, right? There are killer music stores everywhere. Sweetwater is like, I don't know. It's like this Mecca. <laughs> I, the first time I ever walked in there, it was just like, Whoa. First, I stopped at the sign and had my wife take a picture. Of course. Yeah. And we took like, an Aussie in front of it. You know, just like, like outside yeah. Disneyland, 100%. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, if you're walking around on a lunch break or something like that, you'll see people going in and out taking pictures of the sign, and it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, last weekend, I needed – what did I need? I needed a dehumidifier, like a, like a two-way humidification pack for my acoustic because yeah. it was actually getting too humid. And so I was like, oh, I'll just pop up to the music store as you do. <laughs> and, and my wife and I just drove up there on a Saturday and it was everything she could do to pull me out of there. It's like, I work there, but like I'm in the music store, like playing a heritage 335. And then I'm like, oh, look at this. I'm like, just grabbing guitars off. But can we go? It's great. I'll go to the music. When I'm in the music store, it, like without my badge, you know, on, the, on a weekend in a t-shirt, you know, in jeans, um. Yeah, I don't know the music store guys really. Yeah. So they're ridiculously helpful, and the place is well lit, well organized. It's you can play whatever you want, mm. right? You can walk in, and there's a, a thirty-five hundred dollar Gibson acoustic sitting right at the entrance. You don't have to ask anybody. You just grab a guitar, start playing. Mm. You know, the recording area and live sound area and all the microphones, everything is there for you to look at. Um, I specifically, before I started, I needed a new backpack. And I was looking at like Best Buy and, you know, Office Max, right? I'm like, do I get another? Like, I've got this Swiss gear bag that I've had for 20 years that I've beat to death. And I'm like, I can't take that. Like, it looks, you know... So I was like, well, I'll get one of those mono backpacks, right? And uh, so we go, and they don't have them on display in the store. And I asked one of the guys, I said, hey, man, I wanted to check out. There's a messenger bag and then, like, the thin, like, stealth backpack. And I asked the guy, I'm like, I want to check these out. And he's like, yeah, no worries, man. I'll have them brought from the warehouse. Like, literally, I didn't even say I was going to buy them. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Just, like, the – it's a, so, like, just that aspect of it is awesome. A lot of people don't realize there's a music academy hmm. at Sweetwater where you can take lessons, right? And so there's everybody from they had rock camp going on, which is kids, right? Like um 
like teenagers and stuff, right? Intermediate yeah. level yeah. Right, players doing rock camp and there's kids and adults and every stripe coming in and out of the music academy all day. There's people up and down the slide. Um, a couple times a week during the lunch hour, they have live band performances in the diner. Mm. So there's like when you walk in, there's a big diner. Anybody can go. It's open to the public. And you can go have lunch in the diner. The food's really good. And there's just past it is a like a coffee shop. It's like more like a coffee stand. You know, it's in the open, but they got, you know, sweet treats and all kinds of coffee. And in the back behind that, there's some like comfy couches and stuff, but they got a stage with a line array rig and there's bands that play during lunchtime and people from town come in and hang out and they bring their kids and are completely surrounded by music and people that love music and people that are there because they love music. They love playing instruments. They love, you know, whether it's doing live sound work. It's I'm not the type that gets jaded. Right. So I don't think that'll ever wear off on me. Yeah. You know, uh, I plan to be there for a while. So <laughs> yeah, I really hope it does because it's really inspiring, especially when I'm going in at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning to study and work on assignments for class and things like that. Um, like I said, it's really is like school. Yeah. I, every day I'm just like, this is incredible. Yeah. I'm, like lucky and excited to be here. That's so cool. Yeah. So cool. It is, it is like Disneyland. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I mean, so the one thing I know about Fort Wayne, Indiana is that Sweetwater is there. I literally know nothing else, Um, but I got to think there's a bonkers music scene in this little Indiana town. There are, so I've only started to explore the music scene. Uh, When we were first here checking out the city, we went to, so there's a big theater. There's several theaters, but there's a theater called the Clyde. And uh, it's on like the kind of southwestish side of town. And it has a restaurant attached to it called the Club Room at the Clyde. Great food, great cocktail menu, great drinks, all the good things. If you're in Fort Wayne, check it out. They have live music every night of the week. Cool. And we were there on a Wednesday. And it was jazz night. And so they had a big band playing, like mm. a lot of like um, Glenn Miller, Benny Goodman, like that kind of stuff, right? And it was cool because the founder of Sweetwater, Chuck Surak, is actually plays sax in that group. Nice. And so I was, I was just like, this is a trip, man. I'm like, you know. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's that. Um, I've been there. And then attached is the Clyde Theater. Uh, and that's... Actually, it's owned by Chuck. Yeah. But it was all like, you know, the tag on it is powered by Sweetwater. Mm. I'm not kidding. So we went there last Saturday to see Charlie Crockett, who is incredible. Mm. Like, if you haven't, I don't know if you've listened to him, he's something else. Mm. Think country western, but mixed with like Sam Cooke. Cool. So his band was incredible. But I'm not kidding when I say I have not heard a better, like, mid-sized venue in my life. Fabric walls, right? You can tell that they really did. It's nice. It's clean. The sound is incredible. Like, loud, but, like, my ears weren't ringing when it was over. Right. When I wasn't wearing earplugs because I didn't know where I'd act them. And then we're going to go check out a club, a local band 
uh, this weekend and check some stuff. But there's, I mean, you know, there's a jazz club. There's a couple different music festivals that are geared like to the indie thing. And there's a couple different theaters. I mean, you got a ton of musicians. Right. I was told it. W- I was told it wouldn't take long once I started before somebody finds out like what you're into and what you play. And a guy that's in my training class who's actually lived in town for a while was playing me some stuff that his old band did and some demos that he's doing. It's like, what do you guys think? Do you want to play on this? Like, yeah, it didn't take two weeks. Hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, yeah, there's a lot. It's pretty cool. It's not, there's not a ton of huge artists that come through because there's the war, there's the war Memorial Coliseum or war Memorial Coliseum, which is their like bigger kind of arena place around town, but there's nothing that's like the size of like yeah. rocket mortgage field house back home or, you go to indie for that. Yeah. But there's still some great bands. Uh, we're actually literally, my house is five minutes down the street from this place called Pierre's, which has a storied past, I guess, in Fort Wayne. It was closed for a while and then it reopened. And one of mine and my wife's favorite bands is coming in August. So we're literally a five minute Uber ride to go to the show. It's pretty cool. Cool. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. You know, as this was all unfolding, on the Patreon Slack, everybody was like, oh, you can be my guy and give me all your discounts and stuff, which was uh, funny for a lot of us, not, I think, probably so funny for you. Um, but, uh, and then the few of us were like, listen, Creston, love you, but Joe's my guy. It's one of the things that I've always loved about the way Sweetwater works is that that relationship is so important. And, um, and uh, oh, man. I just, I just really appreciate you stepping into being that guy for who knows how many musicians out there are going to like depend on you and come to you and need the answers from you. And you're like, yep, I'm the dude, uh, you know, put me through whatever I got to go through. I'm the guy for that. And, uh, I just, I just love that. I just really it's, love that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. There were everybody. Yeah. And, and not just in a Slack chat. I mean, you know, my own bandmates and right. stuff were like, sure. Oh, are you going to be my sales engineer? And I'm like, you got a guy, you got a guy, you got a relationship with that guy. Yeah. Not, I don't want to step on that. That's not, that's not the vibe. Yep. And I'm not just saying this because somebody from work might listen to this, <laughs> right, right, right. but I take, be, I, be, I, you know, be great if they did though. Hey, we're looking for sponsorship and you know, just any, you know, <laughs> we, we love Sweetwater very, very, very much. And uh, you know, anyway, that's true. Um, but you know, that's, that's a big responsibility, yeah. right? Because Sweetwater has a reputation that's been built over several decades Yes, yeah. uh, of, you know, you learn about the history of it. It's pretty incredible. Um, but they've got a reputation. And when people call, they know that they're getting the best advice and the best suggestion. And that's not something I take lightly. Like, you know, you really got to know your stuff. You got to know who you're talking to. Yeah. If you don't know the answer, you got to find it. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Should be fun. Very can't cool. Wait to, can't wait to be fully rolling into it. Yeah. It's, uh, so far, it's been a lot of work even so far in this first, you know, week and a half or whatever. We had 4th of July. We weren't there. But, um, well, the training class wasn't there. There, there were people there. But, yeah, man, it's... <laughs> It's awesome. awesome. It's tiring. And so then um, probably after after we're done, I'll still be going until who knows when. Anyway. <laughs> you got you got material to cover. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and then speaking of things you're responsible for, um, you shared some on the Slack about what you've done to make sure the band's in a good place. I mean, you literally left them, moved away from them. It's not like you're 
hours and hours away, but talk a little about what you've done to have Alt-95 set up well in your absence. Yeah, luckily, there was a few weeks when I told all the guys, you know, there was still a few weeks left to go um, before I moved. And um, it was really just talking about, okay, how are we going to find a replacement for me? Um, and I took that upon myself. And like every town has their their Facebook group, right, for musicians looking for bands or networking groups, whatever. So I got the ones for Cleveland and I said, hey, I'm looking for my own replacement. Like I'm moving out of town and I need somebody to replace me. And here's the criteria that we're looking for. And we're very clear. You got to be on in-ears. You got to go direct. You got to be comfortable playing to a click. You got to be comfortable with using backing tracks for some things. And you got to be professional, right? Um, there's no there's no on time. You're either early or you're late. Yep. Um, and really set that out. And we got, I couldn't believe the number of responses that we got mm. um, or that I got. You have people that were like, hey, throw my hat in the ring. Hey, that sounds great. You know, I was like, wow. I was like, okay. It's like people must like us, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, so we cobbled that all together. And in the meantime, looking for just somebody to do a couple fill in dates, right? While they start to audition people. So there's that side of it which they're working on auditioning people. I'm actually going to fill in. They're going to be in uh, Sandusky or Marblehead or Sandusky area, like where Cedar Point is in, in yeah. Ohio. It's only like two hours away from Fort Wayne. Um, and they were like, hey, well, we're auditioning people. Can you do this one gig? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so you're going to sub for yourself. I don't have to set up. I'm going to sum for myself. Nice, yeah. Nice. It's like, I don't even have to set up the PA. Yeah. Like, you uh, know, I can just, I can, it's going to be great. Awesome. I can just roll up and plug in. And <laughs> yeah. So Brad, our drummer was doing a lot of the backing tracks uh, creation with the click and the guide. And I'd been doing a fair bit of that too, because I was getting really obsessed about making sure that everything was a consistent level. And people in the Slack may have read my rants about <laughs> how to do this. Yeah. No, they were useful rants they were <laughs> about using metering with like lumps and things like that. And talking about loudness, relative loudness as opposed to DB levels and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so I developed the system. So I've still got to get, um, you know, I'll be helping Brad learn how to do that and what plugins to use and so on and so forth for all the metering and starting to help him get sorted with the marketing side of things yeah. the facebook stuff yeah. the instagram stuff got all my canva i gotta which reminds me i gotta throw them up on our drive like downloading all of our canva assets yeah right because can i mean shout out to canva seriously by the way oh like, yeah i mean what a crazy cool program i mean i might do a little editing in later or something like that but what a crazy good program for doing that oh, stuff and then the ability so to just, just drop it on a fedex kinkos and just get printouts from like high quality that, print link that's amazing amazing yep we did we did that for one gig so far because I wanted to test it out. Yeah. And yeah, it was the quality was ridiculous. Yep. Um but yeah, so you know, getting our camp assets together, he's gonna end up having to mail me a hard drive because all the photos and video and all the stuff that I haven't even sorted through yet, it's like a terabyte worth of stuff. And our I don't think our Google Drive is that big. <laughs> 
So I think he's just going to send me a hard drive. And we still have so much video from that one gig that we shot, uh, like multicam for. Like all the audio is recorded and basically edited, but that's all got to get mixed. I mean, we still got a lot of content that can be created from stuff. And I'm going to try to help with that. I told him whatever needs to be done, I'm here to do. So I hope my AirPods don't die because it just made that dreadful noise. Well, uh, listen, I think we've, I think we've covered uh, what I wanted to cover. I love the whole experience. I love that, you know, you're there doing it um, as a representative of us on the podcast and the, patreon slack like we're proud of you like you know it's great it's great to have representation there and have a peek inside this machine that's been so important to so many of us um it's just super great so yeah any any last words anything else you want to share that we haven't covered i mean i'm a pretty lucky guy Hmm. um and I'm pretty lucky that I get to work at a place that, that you guys are interested in hearing about it. Yeah. It's kind of a dream come true mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. You know, there are plenty of times where I was like, I wonder what it'd be like to work there. Right. And I'm finding out. So I would say be kind to your sales engineers and give them a call sometime because <laughs> yeah. you know, they love you. Check in. And uh, just let them know what you're up to. It's pretty cool. It's everybody there is a musician. Everybody there does something and, it's so far it's been a trip and i think it's only going to get better some of the nicest uh people i've ever met in my life so so it's pretty cool very cool yeah all right creston hotsell just your journey has just been amazing and we're uh we're excited to keep following it so thanks so much for your time i appreciate all the insight and all the thoughts and everything and uh and on that note i will call it uh there's lots of ways you can support us you're going to hear them from Mikey in just a second here. I'm not going to cover them, but do the things he says because they're good things. On that note, Dan Ray here from Greensboro, North Carolina for Cover Band Confidential. This is the uh, episode for Friday, July 7th, 2023. Take care. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Schulte from the worst name band in America, the Pork Tornadoes. I listen and love this show, and apparently you do too, because you made it this far. No one makes it this far, but you did, which means that you owe Adam and Dan. This podcast is free, and you consume it to its fullest. It's time to pay up. Here's three things you need to do. A, you have to leave them a review on your podcast platform. You're already in the app. Click five stars right now. Write some words. Done. While you're there, share this episode to a fellow musician. There's a share icon on your podcast app. Text it to him and say, you need to listen to this. You need to get better. You're not a good musician. This will help you. Two, you have to follow them on your social media platforms. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Go find them and follow. And D, everything I just said is free and it's the least you can do. But here's where you can really support you. Join the Patreon. This is where you can actually support this podcast that you cherish so much. A small monthly donation gets you access to the Slack channel, which is the best place to be if you're a musician who wants to take your band to the next level. You have some of the best musicians giving advice and helping you out, and it's just a great overall community. Do it. I'm serious. Do it now. Do all these things, or else the Pork Tornadoes will come to your town, book a show the same night as your band at a different bar. I'm serious. We'll do it. 